Hi, I'm Nicole, and I'm an EFT tapping practitioner, and I want to help you learn how to use EFT tapping to grow as a person, to grow on your spiritual path, and to truly change your life in any way that you are looking to change your life. Because I believe that we deserve to have the life that we are meant to live. Thank you so much for joining me today. Let's get into the podcast. If you keep yourself in a cycle of self-sabotage in some place in your life, like most of us do, then I think you're really going to like what I have for the month of May in my membership. And I'm so excited to bring that to you. And if you're listening to this after May of 2023, that content will still be there. So don't worry. But we're doing seven days to stop self-sabotaging. And this is really more of a program and it also involves tapping. So it's both. And it really helps us to explore how are we self-sabotaging. And then we also look at what is triggering us to stay in that space. Because generally there's an emotion or a belief that is keeping us in that space of self-sabotaging. And then we look at what can we do when that comes up for us. And we also work on releasing a lot of anger towards ourselves and loving and accepting ourselves no matter what. Because that's so important in this process, in my opinion, because we can try to force not self-sabotaging. We can try to force ourselves in the direction of doing this or doing that. And that's not what makes anything stick. It's having a more gentle process, gently moving ourselves through something in lieu of just forcing ourselves to do something. So that's really what this whole seven-day program is all about. And I'm so excited to bring that to you. And it is $33 a month to join my membership. And you can cancel that at any time. So you can come in and do this challenge and leave. But I think you'll really like everything that I have in the membership. I also have two group coaching sessions per month. And every month I have a guest coming in to teach us something, have some sort of a session. And this month I actually have Molly Zive, who is a psychotherapist. She's going to be doing brain spotting, which I'm so excited about. I think that's going to be so helpful. And again, if you're watching this later, you'll be able to find the replay of that. So that won't just be for the month of May. So if you're interested, again, this is $33 a month to join and you can cancel that at any time and you'll get all of my past content in there as well and anything new as we create more content. So check that out in the show notes and I hope you enjoy this podcast episode. Welcome to the Spiritual EFT Tapping Podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about self-sabotaging, and I'm going to talk about how I've done this with alcohol in my life, and also how I've moved past it, and how you can do that as well. And I'm going to have a little practice at the end, and I think this will be really helpful if this is somewhere that you find yourself in kind of a self-sabotaging cycle. So first, let's talk about what does self-sabotage mean? And from my understanding, it really just means that you are blocking yourself from a goal that you have or success in some way by just participating in some sort of behavior that keeps you from not reaching that goal, not getting to that place that you want to get to. So essentially, we're all kind of working toward 
things. There might be things that you're like, wow, I really wish I could lose weight or I could stop smoking or whatever it is. But there may just be some way that you're kind of just getting in your way and you're kind of like stepping on your own feet. And that's really what I want to talk about with self-sabotage and kind of how you can use this information to move past it by talking about myself, which is, I think, what I do really well. I don't know if that's because I'm a Leo. I have no idea. But I think that it's just helpful for me to explain it in that way. So I'm going to talk about my relationship with alcohol and how I feel like I was self-sabotaging myself from really just feeling the best I possibly could. And a lot of that goes into being really good mentally and physically. And alcohol is not something that has ever supported that for me. Alcohol gives me depression and anxiety. Like, I don't know if other people experience this. And I know this can sometimes be related to gut health, but alcohol is also, alcoholism runs in my family. So I think that everybody in my family, like, does not deal with alcohol well, but I can feel myself when I drink, get like a little buzz and feel good and feel happy and whatever. And then an hour or two later, it's like a switch just turns and it's just like, okay, now I'm in this like super low energy, low kind of vibe energy. And I just, it, I mean, it just switches and it's just like so annoying, honestly. And then days after I will have anxiety. And sometimes that low energy just lasts for days too. So overall, I don't really, I've never felt like in the time that I've been aware of this, that's really conducive to owning my own business and being available for clients and for meetings and for lives that I do. Like that's not, I don't want to be in that headspace and then have to run my own business the next day. I know that you could also, you know, if you work a regular job, it could be the same thing, but that never motivated me the way that working for myself has. So for me, my goal is to feel as good mentally and physically as I can and to be able to always be kind of, you know, available for my business. Obviously, I still want to take breaks and all of that, but I don't want to put myself in a situation that doesn't allow me to be available when I want to be. And I really think that's what alcohol was doing for me. And I've never really had a serious problem. I wasn't like somebody who drank every day or anything, but I will kind of start from my relationship with alcohol. And I think why it's just always been a topic of kind of introspection in my life. But obviously, if you've listened to this podcast before, maybe you haven't, I grew up with an alcoholic parent. So that really made my relationship with alcohol super weird. It always has been super weird. And that's okay. Like a lot of people have that. And for me, you know, I think some people just kind of see their parents drink and then they're like, okay, so that's normal. But for me, I think I had such like a visceral reaction to watching that and just having to experience that, that I was just super scared of alcohol. So when a lot of people my age were trying to drink and trying to get alcohol, I was like so terrified of that. I was so terrified of being around anybody drinking at all, of anybody getting drunk. That was just 
completely like not anything I wanted to be around in any way. I did not know how to handle it. Like that was just not something I ever looked for. Yeah. So when I got into my 20s, I really kind of was like, I don't want to have that problem. Like, I don't want to have that relationship with alcohol. I don't want it to control me like that because it's kind of just a part of life in a lot of ways. So I don't, I don't want to do that. So I started drinking here and there. And again, I've never been a big drinker, but I kind of just wanted to like introduce it into my life as like a, you know, I can do this and it's okay. And so throughout my twenties, I, you know, I liked wine and I had, you know, I, I still really like tequila more than anything. But um, I really also don't drink anymore. <laughs> so, um, and that's kind of the point of everything that I'm talking about today. But yeah, so I had my things that I liked throughout my 20s. And I really enjoyed drinking in social situations because I really am not good at any social situations. Like I just never have been. And I always thought that, okay, well, when I drink in so- social situations, I become uh, maybe... I thought in my head, I become a better version of me. I become a little more relaxed and easy to talk to anybody. Like it's easier for me. And I think that that's always kind of stuck with me. And I've always also been privy to like, you know, people telling me like, wow, you're really fun when you're drinking. And I know a lot of people kind of have that story, but I think that really (laughs) damages you because then it causes you to think, well, what am I when I'm not drinking? Am I just like super boring? And I think that now I don't really care about that. But in my 20s, that felt like a big deal. Like, okay, I don't want to be boring. You know, I want to be this fun version of me. And so I like started recognizing this, but I also didn't care that much about it. And nothing really happened for me in this arena until the pandemic. And I know so many things changed for so many people in the pandemic, but, and for me as well in other areas of my life. But I think just drinking became more of a like, okay, well, this is what everybody's going to do because what else are we going to do during the pandemic? You know what I mean? And I remember even when me and my husband weren't sure if like things were going to close down, going to like Trader Joe's. And I remember thinking like, okay, I need to get some wine here and I need to go whatever. But like, again, I still wasn't like a big drinker. I just thought like, okay, well, if I'm going to be locked in my house, this should be something that I have. And I realized, I guess having to drink and then sit with myself, it made me realize how, and then obviously not being able to really go anywhere or do anything made me realize how much of a toll that took on my mental health for days after. And also just made me feel really terrible physically. So I just, I don't know. I just started really like looking into that and recognizing that and just thinking like, why am I doing this to myself? And so that's not where it kind of stopped or anything, but that was just kind of when I started recognizing like, why am I doing this? And I kind of, at that point, a couple of months into the pandemic decided, you know, I'm still going to drink, but I'm going to just drink if I'm with my family or my friends and we're just having fun because I'm going to kind of like go into like, okay, this is fun. And I'm not just drinking because I'm bored or drinking because I had a bad day. I'm drinking to heighten this experience or to have a, you know, good experience or a good time. And so I did that for a while, I would say probably a couple years. 
And even I remember I drank so much at my sister's, I guess it was the night before her wedding. And that was a really fun time. Like it was very fun, but I just, it's like even that, like I was so hungover the next day for the wedding. I mean, it went away pretty much like by then, but I just, I feel like mentally, I just cannot, now I cannot not notice how much of a toll it takes on me mentally. And so that was kind of the last time that I remember really being like, I'm drinking like a lot and I don't care. I just want to have fun. And so that kind of really made me recognize, okay, this is not something I really want to do anymore. Like, I don't know, like how fun is it for me? If it's just kind of really messing up my mental health for days after, like that just kind of doesn't make sense. So I started looking at, okay, where am I going with this? And what is, what is my goal here? So my goal is to feel as good, you know, as good mentally and physically as I can to live a productive life. And that's something alcohol is something I was doing that was taking that kind of away from me, even if it wasn't every day or all the time, it's still just like, why am I doing this? Like, why do I feel the need to do this? And then have kind of, kind of this repercussion? Like, why do I feel the need to do that? And because always, I think when you're self-sabotaging, there's always some reason you're doing it. There's some reason that I was still drinking. And I really looked into that and it made me reassess all of those things that I talked about in the beginning where, you know, I, you know, am I more fun when I'm, when I'm drinking? Am I a more fun person to other people? And also really looking at the social anxiety aspect of, okay, well, am I nervous about this event, this situation? Am I anxious about it? And I think it really kind of stemmed from that, honestly, more than anything, I think looking at if people thought I was fun, that was part of it and still a really big part of it. But I think so much of it was there's an anxiety there of, is this going to be fun if I don't drink or am I going to be fun and, you know, a nervousness and a worry of, you know, if there's new people here, what's going to, is this, am I going to be able to be me? Am I going to be able to be fun? You know, I think that just played so much into it. So I think that I was just letting that kind of control this whole self-sabotaging cycle and really just allowing myself to be like, you know, it's okay to feel like, you know, maybe some people won't think I'm that fun, but I'm being, without drinking, I'm being myself. And that's okay. Like drinking, drinking is actually where I'm not being myself. (laughs) So yeah, I think I heard somebody say that on a podcast where they're just like, I'm actually not myself when I'm drinking. So it's so kind of backwards that I was thinking I'm being more of myself because that's not true. So whatever. I kind of was just like, if I'm boring, I am boring. I mean, I don't want to not allow myself to feel the best that I can anymore. So I really started to explore those feelings, those those anxieties, those worries, those feelings of nervousness, all of that stuff that was kind of there. And even that kind of belief of, you know, I'm not fun 
if I'm not drinking or the experience won't be fun if I'm not drinking. And I allowed myself to kind of explore all of that and not feel so heavy in that. And I think that is really hard for a lot of people because what what keeps the self-sabotage going is all of that stuff, is all of those emotions and beliefs and feelings that we're so stuck in. And that's that's where you're stuck. It's not actually the alcohol. It's how you're feeling around that and why you're continuing to do it. So that's really what I want to kind of just provide to you if you know, you're know you in a similar situation and maybe your problem is not alcohol or that's not something you're struggling with, but maybe it's something else. And assessing, okay, well, what's keeping me in that cycle? What's triggering me to drink? What's triggering me to not work out regularly or whatever it is that is going to get you to your goal of whatever that is? <laughs> Again, my goal is to feel the best mentally and physically that I can. And yeah, so this was really obviously impeding on that. And so for me, it was really, again, just exploring those beliefs, those emotions, those feelings, keeping me stuck there. And that is really what I moved past in order to stop that cycle. And I have not... Like, I don't want to say I'm sober, but essentially I'm sober, but I don't want to say that that is like a, okay, I know the amount of days and I know what time I stopped because I really don't. I don't know the last time that I drank anything. And that's because I just, I really just don't feel like I'm a person that does really well with any sort of labels for anything. I just am not. (laughs) So I don't like to put that label on myself because I think that now that I'm aware of all these things, I I don't think that my goal is to say I will never drink. That's not really my goal for this, but it's to not drink for the wrong reasons, which at this point, I don't know that there's a right reason for me to drink. But yeah, so that's really what I wanted to work around and kind of get myself to a place of where that's really how I feel because it's like all of that, that stuff that was keeping me in that cycle, that doesn't really feel strong anymore. I don't really care anymore if I'm boring. I don't really care anymore if somebody else thinks I'm boring because I know that not doing this and, you know, alcohol doesn't affect everybody the same way, but this is how it affects me. And this is how it affects my life. So I don't really care anymore about those things, but it just took me recognizing it, and then just allowing myself to move past it and release it. And a lot of that came with time and just kind of putting it into action and just feeling that within myself. But you can also use tapping to literally work yourself through this. And I definitely did at different moments when it was kind of a fear of like, okay, well, how's this going to look? Because I remember even this last Christmas, this was the first Christmas where I went home for the holidays and I did not drink with my sisters or anything. And I had a great time, but I had to really like be conscious of that beforehand and think like, okay, well, I can still have a good time. I'm still being myself and that's okay. And feeling good and because essentially being at my parents' house does not always feel good. So allowing myself to feel good in this way 
and not having that extra layer of like, okay, now I feel like crap because I drink, that's going to be really amazing for me. So that's, you know, that's what I did. And I worked through that. And that is why I essentially created, so in my membership, I every month do a different topic or we have a different topic and I do a different program or workshop or something along the lines of that that goes with that topic. And for this month of May, and if you're listening to this later, it'll still be in my membership, but the month of May is all about self-sabotage. And I made a seven-day program that is just for that purpose to really help you identify where it is you're self-sabotaging, why it is you're self-sabotaging, and really moving your, yourself past a lot of those feelings and emotions attached to that. And also getting to a place where you feel, okay, what does it feel like if I didn't self-sabotage? So just re- really working you through all of that. And it's a seven-day program that can be done totally at your own pace. Um, but I wanted to create that because I have lived that in at least this area of my life. And there's other areas where I need to look at, but this is just a great example of, you know, how that's, how I've moved past that. And I think it's totally possible for anybody to move past that. And so much of my program is also very laced with self-love and really, cause I feel like for me, that's a big part of my alcohol journey is loving myself enough to know that, I deserve to feel the best mentally and physically. I deserve to not put myself in that situation just because it feels easier at the time or because I think somebody else will think that I'm funner. You know what I mean? Like that's that's an act of self-love for me. And I think that's the only way that we can move past self-sabotage. So many people really try to kind of say, okay, well, you need to like force yourself to do this or force yourself to do that. And I don't think that's going to work for most people. It doesn't work for me at all. So, so much of this program is laced with that self-love. And that's really the topic of my whole membership is self-love. So um, if you want to check that out, you can join for $33 a month and you can cancel that at any time. And within the month, we're also going to have two group coaching sessions and we're going to have a guest who's going to come in and do brain spotting. So I'm so excited to have her on. Her name is Molly Zive and she's a psychotherapist and I'm going to have more of these details in the show notes. But um, again, if you're listening to this after May of 2023, you'll be able to come in and do this practice at any time. It's just in there indefinitely. And none of this uh, challenge is live. So you can totally do it at your own pace. And it's just a really great opportunity to help you move past that self-sabotage, whatever cycle that you kind of put yourself in, just helping you to release that and move past it. And so at the beginning, I said, we're kind of going to do a little practice. And that's what I want us to do today. I want you to just think about Where do you self-sabotage? What are you self-sabotaging? Is it, again, you can look at weight loss. You can look at, you know, are you continuing to smoke because you want to quit smoking? There's so many ways that you could be doing this. this. These are just very general examples. And I want you to think about what it is that is keeping you there. If anything comes up for you, maybe it's a belief an emotion, a feeling, like how I kind of targeted that a lot of my 
alcohol drinking was very related to anxiety and a worry and a nervousness of being around people, of how I was going to look around people, how I was going to act around people. So what is it for you that you feel like when you're thinking about that self-sabotaging behavior, what do you think is keeping you there? What do you think is allowing you to continue that cycle, to continue going through this same process, even though you don't want to anymore? Maybe you're totally aware, like, I don't want to do this anymore. And that can also be, this can all be very helpful to also look at and connect to your essential, like your, your goal of where you want to be. So if you're, you know, having trouble quitting smoking, what is your goal? Your goal is probably to quit smoking. And why do you want to quit smoking? And that is so important to connect to that why behind everything. And so think about, and you know, your goal might be the same as mine to just feel your best mentally and physically. And so really just looking at that, connecting to that and thinking about how, okay, when I release some of the energy that is keeping me in this place, any of the belief, the emotion, whatever it is, then I get more close or I get closer to that goal. I get closer. I can feel it. I can smell it. I can taste it. And that can be so helpful for so many people to just really connect that to that goal above everything, but also really identifying, okay, what's keeping me here? So if you want to kind of just do a really short practice, we're going to do some TFT tapping. TFT stands for thought field therapy. And I want you to bring into your mind Whatever it is that came to mind that is keeping you in this cycle, whatever is kind of triggering you to continue to do this behavior or kind of go through with this thing you don't want to go through and bring that into your mind, bring how it makes you feel, bring how it's kind of, you know, helping you to move through this cycle over and over again and bring it into your mind. And we're going to tap on the side of our hand. And as we're tapping on the side of our hand, we're going to take three intentional breaths in and out. And I want you to imagine that you're breathing in just a light, positive energy, and you are breathing out anything that you're releasing today, anything attached to this belief, emotion, behavior, the actual belief, emotion, behavior. You want to release a lot of the energy around that. And so you want to just think about that as we're tapping and as we're breathing and just be aware of the fact that you are letting go of that today. And obviously this is not an overnight process, but we're here to just release a little bit of energy around that. So as you're tapping on the side of your hand and you have those thoughts swirling around your mind, go ahead and take a deep breath in and out another breath in and out and one last big breath in and out okay so how does that belief, emotion, feeling? How does that feel for you now? 
compared to how your goal feels for you. That can be so important to recognize right now and just kind of be aware of and look at. And, you know, I'm not saying that that was going to release all of that, but it's so helpful when you can become aware of, okay, this is how my goal feels. My goal feels stronger. And I released a lot of that energy around that trigger, around that thing, keeping me in that cycle, because that's what can allow you to move toward that goal more easily to really feel it more deeply than you feel those triggers, than you feel those beliefs, emotions, feelings that are keeping you in that cycle. And that's really what I want you to get out of this episode today and just kind of like how you can do that within yourself. But also if you want to do any more work on this to get into my membership and to try out this program that I have put together, because I think it'll help you so much in moving through all of this, because I also have tappings that are attached to this program that are all about releasing guilt and shame, which can come up so much with self-sabotage, at least for me. Because there's a, there's a lot of times like a shame around just like why, like, I, you know, I don't even want to tell anybody this because I can't believe I keep doing this to myself. And I also have a tapping on anger and how this might even becoming aware of this. We might be angry at ourselves. We might be like, why do I keep doing this? How am I doing this to myself over and over again? And then we want to also, or we're tapping on also just loving and accepting ourselves, even though we are self-sabotaging. Because again, we want to lace all of this, or I want to lace all of this with self-love and help us to go through this process more gently. So check that out if you want to do any more on this practice. And if you ever want to chat more about this topic, I am on Instagram at nicole.4.real. And I am also on through email, you can email me at hello at nicoleforreal.com. And I also would love it if you enjoy this podcast and you get anything out of what, you know, the information I'm giving you. If you gave me a five-star review or even a written review, that would be so awesome because that's so helpful in getting my podcast out to more people. So thank you so much for listening today. I will see you later. Hi, everyone. I wanted to let you know about some really affordable coaching that I offer. So if you enjoy my tappings and you want to know maybe like how to apply some of the things that we do to you personally and work through things that you're personally going through instead of maybe some of the general tappings you've listened to, um, you know, an option is working with me one-on-one, which is definitely like so, so supportive of everything that you're going through personally. And I love working with clients one-on-one, but I also have a really affordable option of group coaching that goes on in my membership where I generally like, you know, everybody will show up that is going to show up. And I have two of these a month in my membership and I love hosting them because different people come every time. And usually I allow it to go however it's going to go. Like maybe nobody really feels like talking, but they're interested in tapping. Um, so then we'll just do a group tapping. Like the other night I had one and we're really close to the full moon. So I did a really just like extensive full moon tapping. And that was really supportive for everybody there because everybody was just going through a lot and nobody wanted to really talk about anything 
individually. But the option is also there where if you have anything that you want to kind of get guidance on or, you know, have, you know, tap on um, with me, then that's also an option and something that can happen in the group tapping. And like I said, it's different every time. And I have two of these a month. And again, it's a super affordable way to get coaching, get guidance, work on things that you're working on in your life um, with a coach who is me in a very affordable way. And you can join my my membership with these coaching sessions for free right now with a 14 day free trial. So you can like join and maybe get access to one or maybe both of them, depending on when they're scheduled. Um, and just see if you, you know, enjoy that and you get anything out of that. And again, the, there is an option to work with me one-on-one, which is a little more extensive and personalized, which is definitely a very amazing option. But if you're maybe like, Hey, I just want to try something out and I want it to be a little more affordable, then this is for you. So check that out in my membership, the EFT tapping soul circle on fire. I hope to see you in there. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast. If you liked what you heard, it would mean so much to me if you left a five-star review so more people can find my content. If you want more from me, you can find me on my website at nicoleforreal.com, on Instagram at nicole.for.real, on TikTok at nicole.for.real, and on Insight Timer, a meditation app, at nicole.4.real. I want to thank you again so much for being here and I hope you have a great rest of your day.